0: Welcome to the Big Joy Ministries podcast. For more information, please visit our website at bigjoyministries.org, where you can subscribe to our blog updates for free. Once you're there, you can enter your email address to subscribe for free to our blog for new posts, news, upcoming events, workshops, and more, just by entering your email address in the space right above the subscribe box. Welcome to Big Joy Ministries why people don't live the life they really want and how they can. The motto of Big Joy Ministries is enjoying creating happily ever after in every area of your life. Now, honestly, who doesn't want that? Everyone wants that. That's the big it that everyone wants to have and enjoy in their own life. That's why it's our version the second part of John ten ten, in which it says, But I came that you may have and enjoy your life in abundance to the full until it overflows. This is the purpose of every single person on this earth. Unfortunately, not everyone knows this or is as passionate about it as we are. And that's why it's our mission to spread the word so that everyone not only knows their purpose, but enjoys living it, loving it, doing it too. It's not enough to know the idea because then you're just living a life of wanting rather than having. Okay? It is everything to know what it means to put the idea into practical, productive, profitable application. And by profitable, I don't just mean money. You always think it's money first when you hear the word profits. It means, it's a modern word that means bearing good fruit, okay? It's not um, enough to just want to do something. You have to do something so you, you have to plant the seed, water it, tend it, nurture it, allow it to grow so it produces fruit so you can enjoy it. Okay, if you hang on to the seed, that's the same as just knowing the idea of something without doing anything with it. You have to put it into action. You have to allow it to bear good fruit. Okay, To bear good fruit, first and foremost, means to get results that are known as the fruits of the Spirit, as they're listed in Galatians 5, through 23. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And to that list, we add power, wisdom, truth, and victory, with power meaning good power, creative power, the power of God, because what is God? God is love. Now, we realize that this is a lofty goal, <laughs> but think about it. You don't have anything better to do than to have and enjoy your life in abundance to the full until it overflows, so do it. You don't have anything better to do than to enjoy creating happily every uh, after in every area of your life, or to allow others to do that too, you know? Every area of your life, what am I talking about? Your love and relationships, your work and career, your personal power, being and doing what you love, allowing your truth to speak through you, living in harmony with the intelligence of the natural world and not the insanity of the man-made world, and living your spiritual God-given potential, which is to be who you were born to be and to do what you were born to do, period. So let's jump right into talking about one of the biggest problems with being a human being, and this problem has existed throughout history. This problem is a person's unwillingness to engage their own God-given power to create more than their power to negate, sabotage, or destroy. I want to repeat that. Your problem of why you're not having and enjoying the life you really want is all because you have an unwillingness to engage your God-given power to create and you're, you have an unwillingness to not create more than you have the willingness to create. You're more willing to do nothing, stay the same, and conserve the same tired, old, boring, pathetic, non-progress, non-forward-moving life stuck in— the, And you know what that is? In the Bible, it's called the wilderness— It's called hell. It's called oblivion. It's the devil's way. It's not of God's way. It's going around and around and around the same mountain of misery like the Israelites did in the desert. That is unwillingness. People are more willing to negate, sabotage, or destroy or what the first part of John 10.10 calls kill, steal, and destroy. That's what the thief does. That's what the devil does. Too many people settle for knowing what they don't want, but they haven't put enough energy into what they do want. What do you really want? People can react endlessly and forever to everyone else and everything else, but they have no discipline to put into action to animate what they do want. And they always want to go to someone else outside of them rather than looking within and they don't, they don't have the guts. They don't have the guts. Now, they actually do have it. See, their mind has convinced them, I've got to go to this person, to this expert, to this book. this You cannot get enlightenment from a book or even from what I'm saying right now. You have to, because what I'm saying is about reality. It's not the reality of the power within you that you were born with to create that's what I'm talking about here the reason why people aren't living the life they want and how they can is they've got to stop looking for outside in solutions and start living with inside out solutions and we, sooner or later you've got to stop asking everyone else for advice and you've got to start putting it into application you need to at some point get out of the audience and get up on the stage metaphorically speaking <laughs> metaphorically speaking Give your speech. Take your stand. Teach people. Too many people settle for knowing what they don't want, but they haven't put enough energy into what they do want. What do you want? And you know why? They react endlessly and forever to everyone else and everything else in the media. This political party, that political party, this flag, this country, this sexuality, this you know, ethnicity. Why do they do that? Because they can't handle unknown consequences of taking responsibility for being loving in their own life. And why can't they handle them? Because of, oh, ye of little faith. People are dead to their own faith of God. And what is God? God is love. People have more faith in getting stuff (laughs) and cash and negative destructive power, then they have faith in the fruits of the Spirit. And that is the core reason why their life is a mess. Why the same obstacles keep coming up. Why they keep meeting seemingly different people for relationships, but the same problem keeps coming up because they refuse to address the reason why. And why do a lot of people do that? Because it gets them attention. And attention is not the same as the love from within. It's a dead, pathetic, boring, Stupid life. And that's the reason why your life is a mess if you don't have it and enjoy who and what you want to have it and enjoy. I mean, this is not rocket science. This is so simple. This is simple. And it might sound complex, but that doesn't mean that it is complicated. Okay? If you do not accept that God's plan is good and loving and joyous and peaceful, And you can't even recognize, if you don't have the discernment to recognize a loving couple when they come in and ask you to make their wedding cake, no matter what their sexuality is, and you just get all attack and defense and defense and attack, oh, please, it's so pathetic. (laughs) God is laughing at you and so is the rest of the world. And why do you feel attacked and why do you get defensive about everyone and everything? You know why? I'll tell you why. We know why. Yeah. We do know why, because you live in fear and anger, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, jealousy, envy, covetousness. You live with doubt, worry, anxiety. You live with loneliness, depression, blame, shame, justification, rationalization. You live in denial, delay, distraction, damnation, and destruction. And in short, people are living their very own self-made hell because of your self-sabotaging thoughts, feelings, perceptions, alleged knowledge, screwed up beliefs, and then you behave according to all that, you make your own hell. And none of that nonsense and insanity and godlessness is doing anybody any good. And you knew that before you heard this. So why are you still watching that channel that does nothing but murmur, grumble, and complain all day, talking about the other political party that it's Everything is the other political party's fault. Stop that nonsense. Stop watching that nonsense and stop repeating it. And stop voting for it. Can you not see through people trying to take advantage of you? They use psychological triggers. They use logical fallacies, emotional hooks, and you're all sheep led to the slaughter. Another reason why your life isn't working. And yet that's how most people live their sad, angry, depressed, pathetic life. And that way of living is stupid. It is death. It is hell. Don't take my word for it. We're going to get to the scripture in a minute. I'm going to prove it to you scripturally. So people don't live their life and share with others the love of life because all they do is want. They want this. They want that. Want, want, want. You know, it does say, I shall not want. Every single person was born with the power to create, to have and enjoy their life in abundance to the full until it overflows. People believe more in separation from God. What is God? God is love. Now, I'm not going to shut up about that until everyone understands that God is just not the authority of following man-made laws. God did not write the Bible. Do you all know that? It was written by human beings. Have you ever made a mistake? You think they have? People believe more in separation from God than they believe that they themselves are love personified, like the Bible tells us, where it says, so God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God, he created them. Genesis 127. Yeah, there it is. Busted. Yeah. So those people you don't like, those people you're jealous of, those people you don't want to be happy, like when you see them happy and in love. Whether it's a man and a man or a woman and a man or a woman and a woman or whatever. (laughs) What's your problem? What is your problem? Oh, I'm talking about your problem, so keep listening. (laughs) You know, I'm not a dessert ministry where I'm just going to tell you what you want to hear, what your ego wants to hear, what your overweening, infantilized ego wants to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And I'm talking to some of you out there right now. Living your miserable, pathetic, shame-based life. You're so embarrassed for no reason. It's not all your fault. (laughs) The world is set up for you to fail and feel this way, so you buy more stuff, had you noticed? Look at, look at, right now, I'm just going to pause for a minute. Look around in your house at your stuff. How much of that stuff belongs to a company that you own and operate? And I don't mean that you own a little bit or a lot of shares in it. I mean, did you start that company? Did you use your power to create to start that company? Yeah, you think about that. Your power to create is your power to respond to everyone and everything with the fruits of the Spirit only. And the fruits of the Spirit are the power to create. The fruits of the Spirit are the power to create When you live your life in such a way that you go through it as being the fruits of the Spirit and doing the fruits of the Spirit, then you will have and enjoy your life in abundance to the full until it overflows. Who doesn't want that? So you have to give up your small plan for your life and give that up for God's great, big, huge, glorious, good, loving, fun plan for your life. How many people spend so much time being filled with anger, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, murmuring, grumbling, and complaining, which is all a sin, by the way. I'm going to get to that in another message. I'm working on a message about complaining. <laughs> yeah, sin. There are a lot of people out there having and enjoying their life. Uh, and they don't care that you're miserable, always quoting Leviticus. Oh you can't you can't do that. it says so in the in the in the Bible. No, it says so in the Old Testament. I'm going to get to the scriptural proof and evidence that you're wrong about always quoting Leviticus because the the Bible even busts you on that. The Bible busts you on quoting the Bible. We're going to get to that so stay with me <laughs> You need to stop telling other people who they should be and how they should be and why. You got to stop that. You're not God, God is love. The truth is such a free. And none of that nonsense is godly of putting guilt trips on other people. It doesn't say God is guilt. It doesn't say God is putting guilt trips on other people. It doesn't say God is refusing to make gay wedding cakes for gay couples. It says God is love. Get over it. Stupid idiots are people who are not being and doing the fruits of the Spirit. A lot of people do oh, well, you can't talk like that. you can't call people stupid. We I would never do that. It's a little call a thing a thing. <laughs> you know when you're not living the fruits of the spirit, that's what worldly people who are under the influence of the devil look like. And sound like. And behave like. And they're mostly talking a bunch of political nonsense. Had you noticed? Yeah. They're in every political party. They're in every political party. You think yours is so hot? You think yours is so uh, peachy keen? So innocent? (laughs) Political is not of God. Doesn't say God is politics. Doesn't. So, you know, these people, these miserable people, these fruitless people, loveless, joyless, you know, (laughs) Warmongering. <laughs> empty bags of mostly water, <laughs> right? whitewashed tombs covering dead men's bones. They're in every political party. They're in the church. They're in the government. They're in the privately owned and operated billion-dollar businesses and corporations of the world. They're next door to you. They're in the media. They're in your family. They're you if you're one of these people I'm talking about because people are motivated by all the wrong things when they are supposed to be motivated by being a good person doing good things for good reasons. How are you going to argue with that? And if you you think you can, you're not arguing. You're coming from a logical fallacy or biblical illiteracy. And that runs rampant in the Christian church. There are a lot of people who call themselves Christians who are Christians in name only. You not only don't know what the Bible says, you're quoting it from areas that are obsolete, that the Bible itself says they're obsolete. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that and bust Your nonsense. (laughs) So many people's motivations are entirely self-serving, completely motivated by fear and greed and ignorance of who they are, who everyone else is, and what we are supposed to be living our life, being and doing. You know, the prime reason why people do not engage with their own power to create is because they're terrified that their life will change. And they're terrified of having their life change because they believe that doing so would mean that they get abandoned. And that they'll end up alone. That is one of the biggest fears that any human being has. It's normal to have that fear. It's not um, preferred that you hang on to that fear. And God knows you're going to have that fear, but God never asked you to hang on to it. Oh, yeah. You are not damned or, you know, you're not damned. God is not mad at you for being afraid. But God does, you know, suggest that you let go of it. (laughs) That's the biggest fear most people have. And that, unfortunately, most people never work on releasing. So they remain stuck in their own self-made patterns, their self-sabotaging patterns, their own self-made hell, their own self-made insanity of the equivalent of going around and around and around the same mountain of misery for 40 years like the Israelites did because they didn't trust God, they didn't trust love, and they wandered around the desert for 40 years and what should have only been an 11-day journey. Why are people terrified of love? Why are people terrified of others loving each other? Why in the United States are people uh, terrified and sickened and offended and angered, and my theory is that they're jealous, of two men holding hands? They should be outraged at two men blowing each other's brains out with their guns as they cling to their gun in one hand and a Bible in the other. The Bible, by the way, that they don't even quote from the New Testament or the words of Jesus. That's sick. That is ungodly. So what? A father can't hold his son's hand or his brother's hand or his uncle's hand or his father's hand or his cousin's hand or his, his friend's hand? Or his lover's hand? Lover. That's a, you know, lover. Loving. Love. Lover. Whatever version of the word love you want to call it, that is of God. So get over this thing about whose body is where. I've got a scripture coming up that's going to bust you on that. You people who are obsessed with sexuality and whose body is where and whose penis and vagina is where. Oh, no, you can't say those words. Well, I just did. God created those. Why are you so upset and offended and angry and grossed out about things that God created, were created in the image of God? I already told you that scripture. Wake up. You people are the messed up people that are not Christians. If this is where you're coming from with your fear of the body and your offense, your offense at the body, oh, get over it. Why are so many people living in fear? Why are so many people claiming to be Christians when they are only living in the land of wanting their life to be different, but they never allow it to change for the better? And then they make sure that they vote in such a way that no one else's life gets to be changed for the better. And that is what a Christian in name only does. That's how they live. That's how they vote. And you know why? Because they perceive that way. And those perceptions of constantly perceiving attack from everyone and everything is not of God. It's unloving. It is of hell. It is not of heaven. (laughs) And it's of the media. And it's of Fox News. And CNN and MSNBC and all the rest of it on the media. That's a business. Can you not see through this? Your name is on so many lists for people to send you mail and emails and hook you into advertising. Can you not see through this? Get off of someone else's chessboard where where you're just being used for votes and money. Aren't you more than that? Aren't you more than sitting on your butt getting fat on Fox News Channel or some other channel? Why are you offended? Why do you think? And how many of you right now think jump immediately to I'm the opposite of your political party or whatever? I have a scripture that's going to bust you on that too, you Christians in name only. I am talking to you and you are going to get your illusions and delusions and fear nailed right to the cross. And I'm not doing it. (laughs) The truth is doing it. I don't come for peace. I come with the sword. The sword, not a literal sword. The sword of truth. It's going to cut through your BS. I think we need some good preaching every once in a while because the devil is running rampant in the world. It's running rampant in the church and in the media and your political party and worst place of all (laughs) is in your mind. I mean, if you could rather have the devil be on Fox News instead of in your head, where would you rather he be? Well, we know where he is, so yeah. It's everywhere <laughs> except within the love zone, within the fruits of the Spirit, right? That's right. So too many people have a motivation of kill, steal, and destroy or fear, negate, damn, and destroy, and they consistently fall flat on their face. And the rest of the world is laughing at them and their stupidity and their insanity and sin because they keep living in it. That And it's a pattern that they choose to follow. Anything that is not a faith is a sin, period. Faith in what? God. And what is God? Love. Look it up. I'm going to tell it to you in just a minute. So, why are so many so called Christians so biblically illiterate about all this? I'll tell you why. Because they live in the realm of wishbone, but no backbone. These people are the cause of their own problems, and far too many of them vote against their own best interests because they honestly believe they can outdo God, which is love, by the way. They think they can destroy God. <laughs> Honey, you can't kill, steal, or destroy the very thing that created you, which is love. So just drop it. That's so pathetic. That's so boring. It's ridiculous. But, you know, keep on trolling on the internet. Leave those negative comments. Only prove my point. Yeah. So if you want to keep not having and enjoying your life in abundance to the full until it overflows, then by all means, watch TV news from any political side and live according to that you know that's just the mind the ego's version of attack defense defense attack and it makes your life a living hell had you noticed why are you always thinking thoughts you you can't stand thinking why do you feel feelings you can't stand feeling <laughs> you know this is the wheel of suffering it's an ungodly way of life and that's not love what is what it is is sin. And it's time to give all that up. And I'm just about ready to go through those scriptures that so many Christians don't know and live and walk and talk and have and enjoy. And so it's coming up. It's coming up in less than 30 seconds. I'm going to blast your idiocy straight back into the pit of hell, devil. And these people are going to be freed. These people are going to be freed today from the illusions they've been under. Hold on, because here it comes. It is time to move forward With loving one another like Jesus told us to do, it is time to stop being so selfish and political and greedy, needy, needy, and greedy. It is time to stop denying and or violating the following scriptures. And here they are. By calling this covenant new, and that means the New Testament, specifically what Jesus commanded us, By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete. And that means the Old Testament. And what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. Hebrews 8.13 Bam! Gotcha! So much for your Leviticus. Quotes. About homosexuality, which has nothing to do with homosexuality and has everything to do with hospitality. And even that is obsolete by calling this covenant new. He has made the first one obsolete. And what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. Hebrews 8.13 Gotcha! James 2.4 Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? John 13, 34, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. That's that whole new commandment thing that Jesus gave. And Galatians three twenty there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So much for all your sexuality, jealousy, anger, bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. Boom! Gone! You people who are so upset over gays or transgenders or, you know, your own sexual uh, urges, just drop it. You look and sound pathetic. You're lost and you don't have to be lost. That's the purpose of this. I'm not condemning you. I'm communicating the good news to you. So if if you're interpreting what I'm saying as a condemnation rather than a communication, that's not my intention. It's not God's intention. That's yours. Stop doing that. Stop living under condemnation. So now what are you going to do? Okay, this is where we turn it around. If you want your life to change, you must allow changes to occur in your life. And yet most people freak out. They act like a bunch of stupid fundamentalists who look like the pathetic fools that they are. Look how they behave. Why anyone would choose to live in fear instead of love And joy and peace and the rest of the fruits of the Spirit is beyond me. What are you going to choose? You know, there are two paths you can live. Heaven or hell. Choose wisely. Choose heaven. Choose love. Because that is who you were born to be. And that is what you were born to do. Try it. You just might like it more than anything else you've ever been or done. (laughs) And it's going to take discipline of consistently moving forward and making progress and giving up the lie the myth, the propaganda that you're supposed to conserve the old ways when the Bible clearly, obviously, and literally says that the Old Testament, the Old Covenant is obsolete and will be done with. It'll disappear. It needs to go away. You got that? (laughs) It's not what I said. That's what the Bible says. Would you like me to repeat it for you? I think I will. By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete, and what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. Hebrews 8.13. There, get over it. So your fear is now obsolete in this moment. Anything that you are and anything you do that is not of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, power, wisdom, truth, and victory is not who you really are, and it is not what you were born to do. So drop it, release it. Get it out of your life. Stop being it. Stop doing it. Allow your life to change and receive all the desires of your heart. God wants you to be happy. (laughs) You're not a Christian unless you are of the Christ mind. That's You know, the word Christian is derived from the word Christ, which means love and joy and peace and the fruits of the Spirit. If you don't have those at all times, you are not a Christian, period. I don't care if you go to church. Just because I walk into the garage doesn't mean I'm a car. And just because I quote scripture doesn't mean I turn into a Bible or God. You have to live this stuff from the inside out. You are not a Christian unless and until you are being and doing and giving and receiving love only. That's what it means to love one another. Done. Now, what I know for sure is that not everyone is going to celebrate you changing your life. Hmm. Not everyone's going to celebrate you living a better life and enjoying that better life because that's going to change the power dynamic between you and other people who would rather you stay with them at their level, whatever it is, and most likely suffer right along with them. And what I also know for sure is that you can't help people who don't want to be helped. There are millions and billions of people who don't want to To have and enjoy their life in abundance to the full and have it overflow. And they don't want that for you either. So they're going to be jealous. So now knowing that, when are you going to stop feeling bad about other people's bad choices? When are you going to stop feeling bad about other people's bad choices? When are you going to change your life for the better by walking and talking and living and breathing and having and enjoying the giving and receiving of love, joy, and peace and the rest of the fruits of the Spirit only. It's up to you. It's your life. You have free will. And the rest of us are waiting with open arms and love and joy and peace. Welcome to your brand new life. The life you really want. That you get to have it and enjoy it in abundance to the full and have it overflow thank you very much for more information please visit our website at bigjoyministries.org where you can subscribe to our blog updates for free once you're there you can enter your email address to subscribe for free to our blog for new posts news upcoming events workshops and more just by entering your email address in the space right above the subscribe box Welcome to Big Joy Ministry.